Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Rian Teja Newland. Rian is a creative muse for the Sacred Feminine. She's a teacher, artist, spiritual counselor, performer, and writer who has traveled the world sharing the power of the sacred feminine for over 30 years. Rian is the president of Simply Enchanted Living, a company dedicated to producing products and services that uplift and support the flowering of a new cultural wellness and beauty. Her Enchanted Heart Wisdom Oracle System is an extraordinary tool of transformation that she uses in her work with women and girls. Welcome, Rian. Thank you, Emmy. It's so wonderful to be here with you. Oh, it's such a blessing to have you with us, and I'm super, super excited to be learning from you today. Well, I'm hoping to bring lots of enchanted magic to everyone today. Oh, absolutely. I can feel that coming through already. (laughs) (laughs) Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I always like to start by asking my guests, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Well, it's so wonderful. It's a great question. And for me, sacred feminine power means that I have access to an unlimited source of creativity. It means that I have a connection to an inner wisdom that I can rely on and go to no matter what's happening in my life. Sacred feminine power to me gives me the the resilience that I need to go through the many ups and downs of life, knowing that I'm not alone, knowing that I have a comforter, a counselor, a compassionate guide. So for me, sacred feminine power is intrinsic, it's foundational to my entire life. Mm, I love that. And I love how you describe it as the foundation to your entire life. That's, that's a very powerful statement in itself. Well, and it's, uh, it's really true. And it has been for the last 30 years of my life. Um, and it's just been a real blessing for me because to me the the sacred feminine is life herself and Mm. so um, I drink from that well I draw from that well I use that source to me power and source and energy are they're the same thing and what is a greater source of creativity and power to create than the sacred feminine For me, uh, there is no greater power in creating our lives than drawing on that, that energy that created all of us, that creates everything. And so um, it's a divine alchemy to call on the sacred feminine to nurture and cultivate that power within. And this is my whole life. Mm. 
I love that. And I have a feeling you're going to expand on that quite a bit more as we, as we yes. go along. But I would love to find out at this point if, if there is a challenge that you've faced in your life that has really helped you to activate the sacred feminine power in the last 30 years of your life and really to support you uh, on your life's path. Well, I think what I was feeling is to go back to that, uh, that time 30 years ago when my challenge was that I had created a life that on the outside appeared to have all the elements of a happy life. I had uh, a husband and a home and two cars in the garage and lived in a beautiful place and had really done everything I could to follow a certain recipe, you might say, that I had been given that was supposed to create a good life. Mm. And uh, I had risen out of uh, a lot of uh, challenges from my youth and, and come a very long way. And yet um, the challenge for me was that I wasn't happy and I wasn't joyful and I lacked enthusiasm. And I felt like there was something so much more that I was missing. And I didn't know exactly what it was. It was a hunger. And I realize now I've been carrying that hunger my entire life. And it was a hunger for something I didn't even know what that hunger was for. I just knew I was starving for something. And so... This was a great challenge for me because I didn't want to spend my life with this hunger and uh, with continuing to pursue a way of life that I didn't see was bringing fulfillment to me or my husband or to a lot of the other people around me who were following that formula. Mm. Wow. And I think a lot of our listeners will, will be able to identify that and really on a quite, quite a deep level also resonate with what you're talking about. You know, I work with um, many people and have worked with thousands of people in one form or another over the last 30 years. And this is a, a very common theme that we are taught to work hard and do things a certain way. And if we have this and we accumulate that, we're going to be happy. Mm. And I find that so many people work so hard to have so much and to follow this. And they end up coming to me wondering why their lives are falling apart, why it didn't work for them. I'm not saying it doesn't work for anyone, but everyone has this hunger for something. And um, so for me, it was uh, a hidden blessing that I had such a great hunger 
that it drove me one day to hike up to the top of what's called Sugarloaf, a beautiful red rock formation in Sedona, where I had recently moved uh, with my husband of 14 years. And I had been hiking back in the area, which was just a few minutes from my home, um, for some time, maybe about a year. And that day, I hiked up to the top of this uh, rock, which is also called the heart center of Sedona. So it's this incredibly powerful vortex place that is surrounded with the most indescribable beauty of just raw nature. And back then, it was even more raw and less developed than it is now. And it was sunset and standing on the top of this rock surrounded by the pinyon pine forest and the blazing sunset, the brilliant blue sky and the red rocks. I found myself crying out. And what my cry was, was that I wanted the magic back in my life. And it just poured out of my heart. What happened to the magic of life? It feels like everyone is so busy and we're so preoccupied with who we are and who we want to be and where we're going and, um, and maintaining what we have. It feels like the magic has left and I want the magic back in my life. And so this ended up being my, my call, my cry. Mm. And um, to my amazement, I had a, a deeply spiritual experience in that moment. And the experience was that I felt and I heard a feminine presence that I had never experienced before come into my life. And it was really as if I were hearing uh, this voice, this feminine voice. And it was the most loving, beautiful, joyous, wise energy I had ever felt come into me. And she said, I can help restore the magic to your life if you follow my guidance and do what I say. Mm. And with, without question, I said, yes, tell me what to do. And that was the day for the first time that I discovered the sacred feminine power of life. Mm. Wow, what a magical initiation you went through on that mountaintop. That sounds absolutely amazing. It was, I can't even really, you know, do it justice of what a powerful transformational experience it was. It was, you know, some people say there was a pivotal moment in your life and that was mine. That was my mm. pivotal moment. Wow. Wow, that sounds amazing. Could, could you expand a little bit more in terms of how this divine feminine has been supporting you and guiding you since that pivotal moment? Absolutely. Um, well, the, the first thing that, that happened was I started feeling guided 
by the voice of the inner feminine. And I had been, it was like I'd been hooked up to a radio station, uh, a vibration, a frequency that uh, I tuned into and could listen to. Hmm. And so the first thing that I was guided to do was to run down that hill and to call six of my women friends and tell them that they were to come over to my house to play. Hmm. And that in two weeks time, we were going to play together and that I wanted each one of them to invite one other woman to come and play at my house. And it was so interesting to use that word play because it had been a long time, probably since I'd been a little girl, that I called anybody and asked them to come over to my house to play. <laughs> but that was the guidance that I was given. And immediately I felt so excited. And they all said, well, what are we gonna do? And I said, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I just trust that I will know. And so everyone felt the energy. It was almost as if this electricity was moving through me. When you talk about sacred feminine power, I could feel it and it transmitted to every single one of my friends. And without question, they all said yes. And they all invited a friend to come over. And during that two weeks, I felt that I was reattuned to the feminine, and I want to you know, let you know that previous to that, I had no experience with women's groups. I didn't ever use the word goddess. The sacred feminine was, was a completely unknown entity to me. It was not something that was really in my realm. The spiritual paths that I had followed were more masculine, uh, Eastern philosophies, um, so I didn't really have a background in uh, feminine spirituality at the time. But in my, my realm, in my home, I was surrounded by beautiful art that I had made. And most of it, interestingly enough, was of feminine, spiritual-looking figures. Mm. And I had collected angels and I collected fairies. Of course, coming to Sedona at that time, at the burgeoning of the New Age, you know, fairies and angels and crystals and all of those things um, were everywhere. And I loved them. I was attracted to them. But mostly because they were pretty objects. But during the two weeks between the time that the goddess had come to me, the divine feminine had come to me, and the women were gonna to come to my house to play, I was guided to bring all my art and sacred objects together and create my first altar. Mm. And I created it on my fireplace in front of this area of my living room. And there I put 13 pillows on the floor and um, I just followed this guidance that was telling me to gather all of these beautiful things and that we would be having a ceremony. 
And I felt very insecure because I had never conducted a ceremony before. But I followed the guidance. It was something that was, it was finding an inner teacher. I found an inner teacher. And it was, it was uh, satisfying that hunger that I had had. It was making me come alive with enthusiasm. And enthusiasm is when you're filled with spirit. And I was being filled with a spirit that the other paths that did not include the sacred feminine had not done for me. They had just not enlivened me the way this was. So to make a long story short, when uh, the two weeks came around, 12 beautiful women all dressed up for a high play, walked into my living room and sat down on the pillows. And I became the conductress of the ceremony that day. And as we sat together, the magic came back into my life so profoundly. And from that day, that has been my focus of listening and then creating ceremonies and celebrations, art, music, performance, doing sessions for people that all have centered around sacred feminine and the power that she can bring um, to all of us because she is life itself. She is the well that we can draw source from. She is our mother. She is our true matter. And matter is the word for mother. So who better to teach us how to live in a material world than the sacred feminine? Mm -hmm. Wow, I love that. And what a, what a beautiful, powerful example you are of a person who is truly listening to their inner guidance and, and walking that talk every single day. Thank you. And, you know, I, I don't want to be too airy-fairy about it, although I do have a tendency to be called a fairy. <laughs> um, but it hasn't been all um, roses and sugar and sweetness and you know, the sacred feminine power is formidable. Mm -hmm. And I've gone through many stages of learning uh, how to refine my ability to channel the sacred feminine. And, you know, the sacred feminine can have a very uh, dark side, a very seductive side. And in my younger days, um, I had to learn a lot about the right use of this power mm. and you know how to be very responsible with it. And so it, it's a growing process. It's a real learning to stay tuned. And there have been many, many lessons along the way that I've learned that have uh, really helped to form me into the woman that I am now in my sixth decade. And coming into a new level of wisdom now that 
is actually more, more powerful and more centered, and I, I think more valuable than any of the years previously. And so this is a, a, a process that everyone can, who dives into sacred feminine power can look forward to when you stay focused with it. It's, um, it seasons you as you go through the seasons. Um, if you really stay devoted, if you really stay connected through the, the high times and through the low times that um, I feel you become who you truly are. And to me, this is, this is the beauty of following the sacred feminine is that I feel that for me, bringing this energy in has allowed me to create a life that is truly authentic to who I am created to be, to who mm. the mother created me to be. And it's the mother that has, um, I, I kind of joke that I have a stage mother. The goddess is my stage mother. <laughs> and because I was a performer and, and a singer, and I always wanted a big, to be a rock and roll star. Right. Um, but now I have a, a spiritual stage mother who is helping me on the stage of life and who's been helping me all these decades. And what a stage mother does is, is she helps to um, motivate you and nurture you and give you everything that you need to become the star that you are. And in mm. my case, the inner divine mother has, has directed me to nurture myself and nourish myself and give myself the freedom to blossom into the being that she created me to be and to let go of all the false conditioning that I never was good at anyway. And the, um, you know, the rules and the images that are part portrayed for us that never fit me. And yet, I thought I was doing something wrong because I couldn't fit those models and I tried so hard. And the Divine Mother has been the greatest support, like the greatest mother that you would ever want as a young, young woman who says, honey, you know, I'm going to support you to be all that you are created to be, to nurture your gifts and your talents, to guide you in the direction to find that which really brings you the greatest joy. And so I feel so fortunate that I have my, my divine mother, my sacred feminine, who has been guiding me and will guide me um, through the rest of my life and, and unto the next life. Mm. Uh, that is absolutely gorgeous. I have goosebumps all over me just listening to you. <laughs> yeah, I do that. too. <laughs> I got goosebumps listening to me too. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's part of being open. You know, I have no idea what I'm going to say, but if I can tune into my heart, you know, we are all channels of divine light. You know, we... Mm. We are enchanted beings, and of course, that's such an important theme for me is 
the enchantment, the magic, bringing that back to people and um, re-enchanting our world that has become so heavy and so serious and so disenchanted and rightly so. And so the hidden beauty, I think, in our disenchantment is that if you get disenchanted enough, like I did, there's only one, one well, maybe there's two places to go. You give up or you call for the re-enchantment of your life. Mm. Wow. That, that is very, very beautiful. And again, I think what you are talking about will be medicine for a lot of our listeners. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm. Now, Rian, when I introduced you, I, I mentioned the Enchanted Heart Wisdom Oracle System. Could you please tell us a little bit more about how you developed this system and why? I would be delighted to. It's, uh, it's kind of my legacy. It's the, um, the culmination of many, many years of the things that I've done and that I've mastered, that I've developed. So uh, the heart, the Enchanted Heart Wisdom Oracle is a system of transformation that was developed during, well, it was being developed over many, many years, but about a dozen years ago, I went on a, um, a vision quest, you might say, where I went into seclusion that actually ended up um, being secluded for a, a number of years. During that time, I was guided to connect to nature and to connect to a realm where people wanted to transmit to the present world. It was like a, a future realm that there were a, a group of teachers, a council, that wanted to transmit their teachings to our world to help us move more quickly into a re-enchanted future of well-being and beauty. And so I devoted um, most of my time to bringing through and visiting this realm and bringing through these 13 wise women, master teachers who like the goddess also began to speak to me um, of who they are and what they teach. And, and they all were very practical, wise women that teach about how to live on the earth in a beautiful, simple and harmonious way. And so I was guided to create first this mandala called the mother's mandala that was a design that represented a, a, a generative field being created, that they wanted to create this generative field that when people were around this piece of art, it would immediately open a portal to this sacred land that they called Gwynalwyd. And Gwynalwyd, I found out, um, is kind of a Celtic derivative name that means holy, blessed homeland. Mm -hmm. And 
what they were saying to me was that what everybody really wants is to, to come home, to come home to themselves, to feel at home on the earth, to really embrace this as our home. And so they, they wanted to help people to feel at home again because many people do not feel at home any longer here. Hmm. They feel very disconnected. They feel um, very uh, oh, uncomfortable in their skins. Mm-hmm. So because I had a background in spiritual counseling, being an intuitive, um, I saw that what they were helping me create was a way to translate the energy I had felt in my women's groups into a system, into an oracle system that it was almost like playing a game. And so I was guided to bring in my art so I could use my art. And then I was guided to bring in my writing and my poetry. So I incorporated that into the oracle and into the oracle book that goes with it. And then to develop a way to use the system to help others access these master teachers and the sacred feminine for themselves. So guiding them into kind of a gestalt kind of process that would allow people to actually access the wisdom of their own hearts and be their own guides and teachers. And so I have been using this system now for Oh, almost 10 years and continuing to develop and refine it. And now it feels like it's time to share it with a greater audience. And it is also a tool that I'm hoping other spiritual counselors and coaches can use to help people access the wisdom of the heart and re-enchant their lives. Mm. That sounds beautiful. And if our listeners wanted to work with you using the system, how would they get hold of you? They can go to my website, which is simplyenchantedliving.com. Or if they put in rianneuland.com, that will also take them there. And You can read more about the system and see pictures of it. It's actually this beautiful dimensional oracle. The 13 wise women are figurines that I've created that stand up. It gives you the sense that you're actually attending the council meeting with them. Um, And also I have a a Facebook page, Rianne Newland, that you can contact me at. So... And I'm working on all kinds of wonderful, magical gifts, a new course, and a beautiful Enchanted Heart Wisdom Journal. Um, And there is art there, sacred feminine art. So it's just pouring out right now. And and it's so amazing to me because myself and, and many of the sisters that I've walked with, you know, for all these years, we knew that this time was coming, that there would be a great shift and there would be a great opening. And for, for myself and for many of us, as, as tragic and traumatic and 
challenging as this time is for so many of us, including myself in many ways. It's also unprecedented in that it is an opening. It is a, an opportunity and a portal to the sacred feminine, unlike anything I've experienced before in my lifetime. And so I feel that it's more important than ever for us to connect to our sacred feminine power to help us ride the currents of these changes. And I want to say that connecting to sacred feminine power for me uh, does not mean that I am not connected to the sacred masculine. In fact, the sacred masculine is, is intrinsic and so important to the sacred feminine being in her full power. And so as a devotee of the sacred feminine, when I received that spiritual experience, that spiritual awakening and uh, became uh, a daughter of the divine mother, a messenger of the divine mother, I also connected to the divine masculine. And he told me he wanted me to to be a messenger for the Divine Mother and that he would also be empowering us to, with all of his solar energy, with all of his power to do our work on the planet. So in a way we're being backed by him. Hmm. He's our backer. And hmm. so um, I don't want to make people feel like there, there is no place for the, the masculine. In fact, the masculine is holding such a beautiful space right now for this emergence. And I just felt it was really important to share that part. Mm, absolutely. And thank you for expanding on that. It certainly is a hugely important component of our advancement as a planet and our evolution as a planet. And to see the divine masculine as that space holder, that guardian, that that grail knight who is there standing strong and supporting all of the work that we do. Yes, and, and I feel too that for so many of us women who are being called right now, and it's very interesting because in a way I, I had been so quiet. You know, I had been out in the world traveling for almost 25, you know, 20 years. And then I was called to go into this kind of seclusion to create new things. And I'm quite um, delighted and a bit surprised to be called back into action mm -hmm. at this time. And I feel there's many women like myself who who are more mature and who have been through this, who are being called to share. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I still can share and that there is an energy coming through right now that is allowing me to feel re, uh, reconnected, re-enthused, because I think that we've gone through some very tough years 
mm. where the energy was very suppressed and it, it definitely dampened my enthusiasm and, and my feeling that things were going to change. So it's funny that at this time where there's so much going on that re-enthusiasm and re-enchantment are getting even stronger. So yeah. I'm grateful. I'm really grateful and grateful for women like yourself, the, the younger women who are the mothers who are waking up and coming forth and sharing and tuning in because you are the, um, the real designers of the new culture. And I really want to be supportive to you. Uh, in any way that I can, because you're the mothers and you're going to bring these daughters up to be um, connected to sacred feminine power from a very young age. And that's another thing that I'm looking forward to with my Enchanted Heart Wisdom Oracle is I would like to create a way to bring it to younger women mm. and to connect them to their inner feminine to their inner wise women at a much younger age because if i if i would have had something like that it, it would have changed my entire life and saved me from going through a lot of heartache and a lot of hardship mm. that i personally don't think is necessary to put our young women through yeah that sounds absolutely beautiful and thank you so much for being the enchanted wise woman and holding that space for that new wave, wave of women who are rising now. And of course, the, the men who are rising now as well as the sacred masculine holding that space. Yes. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And Rian, I understand, before I forget, <laughs> I understand that you also have a gift for our listeners. Would you mind quickly just uh, letting us know what that gift is? I have a beautiful design for all of you, and it is a, a downloadable uh, invocation intention altar card. And I hope that you can print it out. It also comes with a guide to creating an altar for those who have not created altars or want some tips on creating more powerful altars. But even if you don't want to create an altar, this card has a beautiful affirmation and it features the master teacher of the Enchanted Heart Wisdom Council. Her name is Shara Rose Gladstar. And Shara Rose is like the tribal mother and facilitator. She's called the conductress who brings in the energy of enchantment and magic and beauty from the sacred feminine and helps to empower us with that energy. And so by downloading this beautiful card and cutting it out and assembling it and putting it in your home, you are helping to activate uh, enchantment and beauty into your life. And there is an affirmation that I read every morning, and it's very simple. And what it says is, I embrace the brilliance and beauty of my being. I am guided by my heart's wisdom, 
and my life is plentiful with joy, abundance, purpose, and pleasure. I give thanks for the wonderful gift of life. I do my best to enthusiastically give back to this creation an equal measure of generosity and love. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brian. What a blessing it has been to have you with us today. And thank you for that powerful affirmation that we're all going to take with us. And I feel it very, very deep in my heart. So I will start saying those very same words myself on a daily basis. Thank you. Well, you're so welcome. I think um, re-enchanting our lives can be a simple and beautiful process and with the support of the sacred feminine and her her power and her magnificence uh, we can see transformation in our own lives in the lives of our community and in the lives of the world much quicker than we might think possible and so with that i say thank you so much emmy it's been a delight and i love you and i send my love to everyone who's listening today mm, thank you so much rian appreciate all of your wisdom that you have given us today now everybody just for a moment let's focus our intention on this beautiful enchanted energy that's been activated during our call today and just for a moment imagine sending this energy to everybody on our planet and as we do so, remember that we truly are all one and that the more of us that are dedicating our lives to the sacred feminine and stepping up, the more quickly our planet will also evolve and change. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening.